Yes, yes. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of the Music on Deck podcast. We are so glad to have you guys. Yeah. My name is Dave Dinsmore. I'm a songwriter, musical producer, uh, engineer. I was a former manager of a recording studio in Nashville. And with me, as always, is my co-host, Alex Maglione. Yeah, what's up? Alex Maglione, uh, former DJ, uh, mixer, engineer, producer now. Uh, glad to be doing this. A former DJ in uh in in a very happening spot down there in Florida, man. Yeah. You for, for yeah, a while I was I was making the rounds in Orlando <laughs> when I was uh in college. Hitting it hard, you know, back in uh back in your college days. That I miss great, it. Man. I miss it. Do you really? Oh dude, uh it's like almost every day. <laughs> it's <laughs> it's I always tell people though, I mean, in in this, you know, go a little deeper on on who we are or whatever, but I am a DJ at heart and always will be, and I feel like my influences and experiences as a dj are part of who i am as a mixer and producer i mean i mm-hmm. you know pleasing a crowd for for hours or 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 um you know bringing emotion to a crowd and in ups and downs and and feeling um emotion through song i mean I, I you have to know how to do that as a dj and 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 so i bring that to when i'm producing or, or mixing if i'm not feeling or conveying the feeling that i am supposed to be then i know something's wrong so that's yeah and, and again it's you know no and we talked about in the last episode about um you know certain people and 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 becoming hits and 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 all that type of thing i i, I definitely feel like uh i know what a hit's supposed to sound like and feel like so i mean i, I put that in, in every everything i do so well you digress no, but yeah no no you know i feel like djs man you guys are like um uh conductors of the crowd you know yeah, what i mean like yeah, you guys yeah. can really read a, a crowd you know what i mean and like know where and you know how to like kind of bring them in on a journey you know i've always been impressed right. with really good djs and, and i'll be honest there's not a lot of them that i have seen right <laughs> because there's a lot of bad examples of it, just kind of like there is i guess anything um but i guess it's kind of true for me with like even even you know uh, how far removed i mean i always come at things from a from a musical theater and an acting and, and yeah. vocal vocal you know kind of classic vocal training you know a standard every time too so isn't it weird how those kinds of things are you know they kind of shape who we are yeah yeah get to be down the road um but yeah man we are we look we're we are just here having a great time as always and uh we essentially thought of this idea for a podcast where you know we are taking all of uh the music we can get our hands on if you're you're a solo artist or you know an indie uh, band um really anybody who has a material uh product uh song uh that you want us to kind of look at and just kind of give you a little bit of a a professional perspective something that you know we can use all of our years of experience to kind of just kind of guide you that's what this is for this is just a sounding board and we want to just appreciate all of our former artists you know who are brave enough to send us stuff because we are going to be brutally honest Mm-hmm. Um, that's the best way to help people. We firmly believe that. And at the same time, we hope that it's constructive. We don't want to just be oh, criticism. We hope that it's being constructive. Yeah, we uh, feel like there's a bunch of podcasts or TikTok pages out there that that are are making their name off a of clown and artists or or yeah. you know, the American Idol, like trying to trying to, you know, show off people who are bad and, and laugh at them or whatever. That's not what we're here to do. We're or here even the glad handing. For sure, you know yeah. what I mean? Like sometimes yeah. sometimes it's kind of the other direction where it's kind of like, you know, oh, you you guys you're so i mean did you not like anything because i mean you wouldn't like everything but then like you said then there's some people just want to wreck people and just be destructive and 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 kind of show stopping you know just demonstrative that's definitely not what we want to be so uh we thank you for coming along with us on the ride as we always say and uh this week's on deck art 
artist. Um, his name is Michael Conrad, um, and uh, he has brought us a, a track from his uh, with his band. They're called the Greedy Cherry. Uh, Michael is a 51-year-old bass player, originally from Maryland, but now living in Nashville. He graduated from the Berkeley College of Music. Big time. Big time. And uh, he has been playing and writing songs for 30 years. All right. So very, very high expectations for me just on that sentence alone. Um, his goal um, is to keep creating music and hopefully work with a whole bunch of uh, different amazing musicians and people in the music industry, but also to eventually get to the point where he can pursue, uh, pursue music in a full-time capacity. Boy, don't we all. That's, mm -hmm. uh, that's kind of the goal for everybody. Um, he says that the single we're about to hear um, is kind of in the rock funk vein, um, but that the style of his overall album of the band is eclectic. And I've never heard anyone ever call eclectic a style. <laughs> so I'll be interested, you know, um, uh, this might be one of those where we like have to check out the whole body of work, yeah, you know, cause yeah. it sounds like it, maybe every song might be different. Um, you know, kind of the whole point, uh, but the album was recorded at Sanctum Sound Studios in Boston. Nice. Uh, and and the track that we're going to listen to right now is is uh, entitled No Excuse, and it's off their album Bada Bing. So without further delay, No Excuse. All right. Money I ain't got 
All right, all right. That was the band The Greedy Cherry and uh, Michael Conrad, uh, bass player. Yeah, Berkeley College of Music. Yeah, okay, it sounds like it. Yeah, I dig it, man. Sounds sounds mm-hmm. good. Mm-hmm. Um, so, uh, all right, let me let me let me give you some thoughts. Um, so, um, let's see here. Uh, just a little thing right off the bat. I wasn't a real fan of the the intro. Um, only being in in the right or left ear, I forget which one it was, but you know, it was very sparse. Uh, but then when it comes in, I was like, okay, great, great guitar tone. By the way, um, really, really enjoyed the tone of the guitar. Uh, the musicianship is is you know obviously high level. Mm-hmm. I feel like all all the people who are playing instruments are are on another level. I mean, a Berkeley, what we'd expect from, from Berkeley kind of level. Um, the bass is really in the pocket. Um, you know, you kind of feel like you have the song figured out and then here comes that sort of a jazz breakdown. I would call it more of a jazz breakdown to me than, than um, uh, you know, I'm, I, I didn't, I'm going through, I didn't hear a lot of rock to be honest with you. I, you know, for, for it to be you know, him saying it was kind of a rock funk. It was definitely for me more of a funk jazz. Um, but the guitar and the bass were speaking well together. Mm-hmm. Um, I loved the female harms. Yeah. Um, and, uh, just want to commend that and also tell people like, you know, we need to hear more of this, you know, you need to, you know, I, I get this budgets and things, but you know, at the same time, like, you know, it, don't sing your own harmonies unless you have to, you know, go get, go get a different, you know, if you're a female, you know, grab a guy and let him ground you. If you're, you know, a guy, get some females. Cause man, that really made a big difference for me to hear the female harms and they were simple and they were, they were not very, you know, uh, overpowering, but, but it really added a lot of flavor for me. Um, with all of that being said, I guess it comes down to the obvious. Um, for me, you know where I'm going already, probably Alex, but um, the main Vox for me was a mm-hmm. problem. Mm-hmm. Um, how do I put this? Uh, the singer just doesn't match the song for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, it sounds, it's he's not a bad singer, and I'm, and I'm not going to say you're a bad singer or, you know, because it, it wasn't that, but it almost needs like a blues singer, like a real blues singer. Um, you know, somebody who can really bring the rawness there, you know what I mean? Like somebody who's got a little bit of the throatiness, a little bit of the chest. Um, and I kind of feel like, um, the problem for me was not that he wasn't hitting the notes, but I didn't believe him. I didn't believe what he was saying. I felt like he was singing aggressively and he was loud, um, and he was hitting the notes, but there was something about the performance that was very dead behind the eyes for me. Um, and especially when it was so clearly had a message, you know, uh, you know, that sort of like, you know, down and out kind of message. I needed to feel some angst yeah. and it was portrayed in almost a sort of happy manner. Um, and, and so it just really threw me off. The vocal really bug, bugged me. Um, and um, I would say, you know, it, it kind of is in that Joe Bonamesa vibe for me, um, especially like, you know, Red Canyon, you know, go listen to some Joe Bonamesa and, um, you know, it, it's like, feel I feel like it's trying to be that, but it falls short of that. Um, and um, so, you know, I, I'm torn because, you know, again, I don't want to, you know, put the singer down too much, but for me, it's another one of those things that I've talked about before where I feel like you've got to objectively analyze all, yeah, all positions on the basketball team, and if your point guard is not pulling his weight as the power forward, you need to make a move. And I feel like this is one of those where, um, you know, if you want to do this kind of music and you want to, you know, be experimental and you want to have all these elements, you need a singer that can match that. 
Mm -hmm. Um, and this just wasn't the, whoever this is singing. I, I assume it's probably Michael himself, not a bad singer. It just doesn't match for me. It's odd. It puts it on a, in, in a sort of like tailspin for me. I'm, I'm trying to listen to the music, but the vocal and maybe, you know, it might not be helped by the mix. You know, I couldn't really even focus a lot on the mix. That vocal was in my face, Alex, the whole time. And it, and you know, when it went away, it suddenly a lot of the problems completely dissolved and I was into the music. But mm -hmm. then when it came back in, that's all I could hear. And maybe that's just me as a vocalist, you know, hyper-focusing, but, um, there was one bad element, you know, for me that just didn't get there. And again, I don't want to say bad. I mean, it just was not what I felt like it needed to be. Uh, the only other negative thing that I want to put in there is that I just felt like the ending was, was, was again, um, we've seen this a lot. It's just yeah. sort of like, you know, you got to the end and just turned it off. Mm -hmm. And that's not an ending. That's just sort of a, um, and I get, you're trying to be clever with the lyric. There's a lyric there, which makes it like, and I'm going to boom. Okay, I see your point you're trying to make, but it didn't even feel like the dead stop was natural. It just sort of like stopped, like the, somebody just hit the space bar by accident, and it stopped recording. Um, yeah, those are my thoughts. Um, so, so I will say, um, good stuff. I mean, a lot of great musicianship. I mean, I really, I can obviously tell that these are really good musicians at, at each one of their positions. But as you hear me say many, many times, I really kind of look at a cohesive band. Yeah. You tell me you're a band. Do they all work together? Are all parts complementing each other? And that missed for me. Um, that doesn't mean that it's not good. It does not mean that, you know, it, but, but I go back to what I've said before, Alex, um, you know, which is sort of like, this isn't going to be something I'm going to pick up. This isn't going to be something I'm going to play again. It does not have the playability for me. There's no kind of, um, uh, I, I don't know, one of that jazz breakdown to take me somewhere. I just, I don't know. There, there's just never, never peaked for me. So for that, uh, my score is going to be a six, eight, um, okay. Uh, which is still a, a, you know, a passing effort from my, from, you know, kind of on my scale. Um, but I'm, that's kind of where I'm at with it. What, what, what do you have, Alex? Yeah. I mean, you and me are in literally the same ballpark. Uh, okay. I hear the same things you hear. Um, and, and it's funny because I almost thought when you were going to give your score, you might, you were going to knock them a little bit more, but I think you're not for the same reason that I'm not. The music to me was phenomenal. Absolutely. I mean, this was it was it was high quality. It was like you said, great musicianship. I thought the mix was great. I had no problem with the mix. I mean, the, the vocal, yes, was out front and dry. Um, but here's the here's here's the kind of the resounding point. <laughs> because the, yeah. You take the vocal away and it's amazing. Like I loved it. Yes. Um, it was it was it, I, I this is the type and this is what you want in music. This is the type of song right here that I could literally see myself sitting in a bb king's restaurant whether it was memphis or the one that used yes. to be here in nashville and just vibing to this just you know like eating eating a steak or some ribs you know and hearing this just and seeing the band up on stage just killing it you know like that's what With this BB, was you I know mean, i mean, I mean can I, you imagine yeah, you know, like just that type of vibe but sadly the singing not so much the vocal ruined it for me okay the, so it was I, an issue for you too yeah vocal i mean as soon as the vocal came in my hands my head went into my hands and i again you know it's we're not here to bash people but i mean this this is just us being honest this is not us you know being mean or whatever it may be but it's just the vocal did not fit the song like you said i just felt like on every level i felt like it was it was sung kind of like it was a book being read to me um or 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 off of a lyric sheet you know um i didn't yes. feel a lot of the emotion that i should have felt from the vocal with the music 
Um, and then the, 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 just the, the, the overall singer, you know, like you said, Dave, just, I just don't think that's the right vocalist for what this was. Now, could I see it being a background singer for this? Yeah. Yes. Uh, you know, yeah. And I think you're right. I think this is Michael singing. Um, and, and, you know, I could see them on stage and him singing, you know, a, a background harmony for this or whatever, but definitely he's just not the right guy for this song. And, and, and the thing that kind of didn't help, you know, and, and I am cautious with what I'm about to say because um, I, I don't want to encourage it a lot and i've done some (laughs) okay probably more than i i want to do but i mean there could have been they could have helped him out in the mix you know they could have could have a little bit could have put it you know could have put it through an echoplex or you know something that kind of gave it a vibe but it was just drying out front you know Um, they hung him out to dry for sure and it just didn't help and it and it it was it made it worse because you, you you started out with that intro and the instruments come in and you're like, oh yeah, all right, this is a groove right here. And then, and, and again, the vocal came in and I was like, oh, you know, and it's like, yeah. it, just, it just takes the air out of the balloon. It, t- it takes the wind out of the sail for me, um, which just stinks because like you said, David, I mean, he oh. stopped singing the moments where he stopped singing. I'm like, all right, cool. This is, this is a jam, yeah. you know? And then yeah. like that female kind of ad libby background vocal came in and I'm like, all right. And it's one of those things of like, man, she should have sang the dang song. Yes, yes. Let her sing it because it sounded better when she was singing it than it did when he was singing it, you know? And and maybe, you know, I don't know, maybe not even her, but but the example that was given instantly in my brain, I'm like, man, I wish she was singing it, you know? And I hate go. when that happens. And then I'm also, I'm also wondering too, because I wonder about this, about a lot of bands and I've, I've worked with a ton of bands and I wonder this bands who are great live or really really good live or can move a crowd or entertain a crowd and get reaction and and that type of thing go into the studio and try and do the same thing in the studio it doesn't work like that i'm sorry but it does not work like that you know and and i can see maybe he is their lead singer and maybe in a live setting like he's able to kind of be that you know that guy that can play bass and sing and and do just enough to you know, to get them the gigs and bookings and, and entertain a crowd or, or sure. a wedding or whatever. I can totally see that. Yeah. But if you're functional, going, yeah. But if you're going to take it to this level, I, he's just not the guy. He's just not the guy. Um, and, and, and I hate it for them because they're a great band. I mean, if, if they are this band and, and he said, you know, some of their, some of their other stuff is, 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 could be way different. You know, we could be, we could be way off with this and maybe he is the right vocalist for some of their other stuff. That's in a different style or genre or whatever, you know, but this is the song that you sent us and we're judging it off of this now. Yes. Like Dave said, we we definitely with an artist that has said, Oh yeah, we sound different on different songs. I'm going to have to go in and, and, and take a listen, you know, and and hopefully there's one or two or, or the rest of them, you know, where he sounds like he is the man for the, for the job for those songs. But this one, as soon as he started singing, I was like, oh, God yeah. dang. You know, yeah. so that just, I, I, to, I, I can't put it lightly. That ruined it for me. Yeah. Um, and, it, and, it, and like you said, I'm kind of at a juxtaposition because the music was so good. And I felt like the rest of the mix was really good. And I mean, that the sound, the sound of the organ, that B3 sounded so dope. 
um you know, everything sounded really really good and in place and i think it's just like the vocal was just kind of slapped on top of it and and just like you said hung out to dry um also just because i'm i i am who i am uh at 234 there's a bad edit um there's there's okay. it what seemed to be a, a, a track I, I said i called it a bad track edit it seemed like there might have been another section in there an interlude or uh some sort of uh solo maybe or instrumental or something there that i think they pretty much just shuffle moded if you will um just kind of chopped it out and and placed that next section in there um you know i again i i hate to point these things out but that is yeah, what we're yeah, here yeah. to do go back and listen and i think everybody can hear it you know it's literally yeah. at the transition from 234 to 235 i rewound it two times to make sure i could get the right time stamp on it from 230 right in between 234 and 235 there's a chop um mm -hmm. and and that's just i I don't know. I hate to hear that type of thing. You know, it's like, come on, you got to, you got to clean that up. Um, and again, and then even with that being said, then you had the ending that Dave pointed out as well. It, it, it just fell off a cliff. And overall, I felt like it was too short. That's the type of song. Ride mm -hmm. that thing out, man. Go oh, back yeah. into that instrumental section and vibe out, you know, like For I, sure. I want to hear another B3 solo or I want to hear, you know a key solo or i want to hear an electric guitar solo or even you know there's uh, outro all day on yes, the end of that man, i yes, mean i mean just let that freaking jim morrison all the way out you know yeah, what i mean, I mean just overall just let, that song was two minutes and 58 seconds i mean that song could have been yeah, it, short. it could have been yeah. 458 you know that's one of those songs where i'd like man ride that thing out let it you For know sure. let it let it let it ride um so yeah, so you know, those are my points. That's that's as as cut and dry as I can get it. Uh, you know, and again, I'm at a juxtaposition because the music was really good, but the vocal just really killed it for me. Um, so so yeah. So with that being said, it's a seven four for me. Um, yeah. And, yeah. and <laughs> it's weird because the way yeah, I it has feel, to be, it has to be. Well, but for me, I mean, the way I feel about it is and this is this is probably not great but the way i feel about it i i questioned my score a little bit the way i feel about it i feel like it should be a worse <laughs> score i feel like it should be giving the worst score. but i, I did the same thing I man i did because, the same thing yeah, i can't because the music was so damn it's good. so good yeah it's so good and you can like you said you can hear the musicianship and you can hear everything well and the mix is good so literally i think it was just the vocal the edit and the fact that it was too short that 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 really kind of knocked it for me but but literally because of the music it it, it kept it afloat it elevates it, it elevates um you know like it. i would love like in 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 the reason why it's it's such a thing for me is if this was instrumental man i'm jamming to it literally oh, yeah. i'm jamming to it this goes on my vibes playlist this is like i can sit there and put that on repeat all day so you know i'll tell you right now dude you know one element one one element if Michael McDonald were singing this, that'd be on my playlist immediately. Yeah. If the singer from the Alabama Shakes was yeah. singing this song, go back and listen to some of her stuff yeah, off really. Alabama Shakes. I mean, yeah. you know, get a vocalist like that that has that stank because mm -hmm. you're putting it on the music. That's the problem is that music has got that stank. That mm -hmm. guitar is just giving you the mustard the right. whole time. And you, so, you know, when you have such a dynamic band, it could have been an instrumental for me and it would have been higher. I yeah. mean, I, I oh. literally didn't need any of the, the singing or the lyrics at all. It was so good, you know? Yeah. And, and, and like you said, if it had been a more jam format, so it doesn't stop, you know, it just literally jams out. Yeah. I'd be like, Ooh, 
oh man, I'd be, I'd be bumping oh, yeah. to that, you know? Yeah, exactly. So, Me too. you know, like you said though, I think you brought up a good point, which I think is worth mentioning again, that, you know, if it really is an eclectic sort of, uh, everything's different, you know, maybe you need somebody for other parts and other songs. But as Alex said, this is the, this is it. This is the, the, okay, what you give me one thing, this is what you gave. And, and it just didn't fall, follow, um, the lines that, that, and, and I hate it. Like Alex said, because you're really shooting yourself in the foot. Um, you know, yeah. but maybe this is one of those things where you take a deep breath, you really figure out what it is that, you know, again, have your star player in every role. You don't have Tom Brady running wide receiver routes. You know, you do not put LeBron James on the bench. You know, I mean, like if you have another position that you can say, you know what, objectively, I know I'm a, I'm a decent singer. I know that I can sing other songs. Then you know what, maybe let, maybe let a female vocalist or a blues singer come in and sing this. And then you have another one that more matches your style. Um, you know, be, be one of those revolving you know front people but really and 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 i should also say if you if you haven't listened to a lot of the shows when you hear some me and alex mirror each other that's a that's a that's a rarity so if he's hearing the same thing i'm hearing you know what i mean like we're both harping on the same element mm -hmm. then that's doubling down you know what i mean not that we don't agree with each other but i mean like oftentimes we'll have a different opinion and we're both saying exactly the same thing here and and, it, and yep. it's a good product it's a good product man you know, that's the disappointing thing. And I was just like you. I was like, man, I this should probably be lower. I kept listening to that vocal and going, Dave, yeah. come, on, come on, man. You've you've ripped up people, you know, pretty bad for yeah. less. You know what I mean? Like, get on. And I said, but then I said in my own self, I was like, okay, but listen to what's behind him. Right. That's phenomenal. Yep. That's phenomenal. Those are session musicians. I'd hire them yep. tomorrow for a session. Yep. So good stuff, man. Good stuff. I I, I hope you know, Michael, I, I hope, um, again, we say this and obviously probably not the review that you were hoping for, mm -hmm. but, uh, I hope you'll take us as objective, you know, listeners and, and, you know, really try to, to take this into a different direction. Cause there is some really great stuff going on here, massive, man. Massive really, potential. really good stuff going on here. Massive potential. That's one of those ones where, I mean, again, if Dave and I are like, you know, are, are, sticking ourselves for for giving a score that that we feel might be too high i mean imagine if if it was if it was you know some of the notes that we went over were not there i mean we would both yeah. be in in upper enchilance of both of yeah, our much, much higher yeah much so higher. Yeah. yeah all right buddy well that's great stuff great stuff i love the insight so what do you have on the docket for us today on the maglione minute i got some more of those gems i was talking about we we talked uh, a few weeks ago about how to start a mix i've got yes. kind of uh you know follow-up series yeah I yeah follow-up so we talked about you know organization pretty much and and templates and and in that type of thing um i'm kind of going to talk about the next step here um right. so the next step after you know you've got your template or or sometimes it sometimes it's before i some people do it differently but it, it really doesn't matter um as long as you you can hear everything it doesn't matter what order you do these two things in um but i will speak about the the editing before the mix people do not understand that literally from taking the raw tracks to just basically doing what we call topping and tailing and cutting dead space how much clarity that gives you already literally from just from tracks to cutting out dead space and topping and tailing makes whatever you've recorded sound better almost instantly and that's that's just a fact and then i'll go one step further in something that 
the I I and I remember the day that this happened and the day that I discovered it and tried it and I was amazed at how much instantly better my rough mixes and then it continued on to my mixes how much instantly better they sounded high pass filters high pass filters high pass filters high pass filters if you oh, yeah. look at any of my mixes there are high pass filters everywhere on almost everything and I tell you what your mixes instantly breathe better become less muddy if you put high pass filters on things that that need them to where they need them not abusive not making everything sound radio ready right you know radio tone which, which is kind of what we like to say is kind of just mid-range taking out all of the low and taking out all the high No, i'm just talking about cut out the muddiness of whatever element that that you are mixing that I, I was in Studio E at Sound Kitchen, and I remember doing. I was doing an analog mix. So I was just using the board, and I remember I just started engaging those those high pass filters on those EQs up to, you know, 40, 40 hertz, fifty hertz. Some stuff, you know, maybe an electric guitar up to seventy, you know, and, and just instantly realizing how much space it opened up in the mix for the stuff that was supposed to be in the low end. You know, uh, high passing a vocal up to 120 on a male 170 you know 200 sometimes or uh an acoustic guitar you know just if you just start high pass filtering everything you will see how much clarity and and how less muddy your mixes are and so and and then again like i said going back if you have um um say a down section or a um uh a down chorus where the drums you see you've got a song where there's drums in it but then you have a down chorus where everything kind of comes out drums come out maybe electric guitars come out if you literally chop the audio out of that out of those sections to where it's basically muted it is an actual quiet part of the song and it is unreal the differences in those moments in in and when i talk about energy and songs and and tension when you have less noise in certain sections it feels better it feels more polished so just a small little gem right there that I'm kind of giving out. <laughs> you know, if you love if it. you just top and tail everything, cut out dead space. Now I'm not saying there's there's certain times where, you know, you'll have a, a guitar take where there'll be a beat or two that the guitar guitar's not playing, and then it comes back in. I'm not talking about those. I'm talking about just you know a section of a song where there there's nothing going on. Um, you know, just just cut that section out, put a little fade where it comes back in. And you will be amazed at, at the the energy that your song now has naturally. And, and this is literally one of the first things you do. And you will be surprised at how much better it sounds as a rough mix from there. And it gives you so much more of a, of, of a better and more polished starting point um, than if you just kind of just start adding uh, adding compressors and 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 um, and plus EQing everything and turning things up and that type of thing if you just do those two things first if you just make sure where there's where there needs to be dead space there's actually zero audio in those spaces and also using high pass filters on almost everything and cutting what's not needed out from the low end you will have a lot less mud in your mixes you will make leaps and bounds in your mixing so just a big yeah. a big kind of gem right there that i i remember it was it, for me one of those light bulb moments of mm -hmm. like, wow, I, I just made a huge step in, in, in trying to make things sound, you know, better and, and polished. And, uh, and, and again, I said, you know, to this day, you go and look at any of my mixes, the first, the first plugin, um, on, 
on, I would say, just let's just be nice, on 78% of my tracks is that Pro Tools EQ1 high-pass filter. And and I'm telling you, that makes a world of a difference. It's unreal. Wow, good stuff, man. That's yeah. great. That's great. You know, the other thing I'll, I'll even add, tag on there, um, uh, don't cut out the breaths of the singer. Mm-hmm. Um, I see that a lot, you know, um, so sometimes you can over chop, but I mean, he's absolutely right. I mean, if you, if you just, you know, the simple stuff, man, the top and the tails, go in and get some pauses out of there. I mean, Mm -hmm. let your mix, mix breathe. That's, that's great stuff. And some people don't take the time to do it. Right. Um, uh, or they go in and they do it too much. Like you open up a drum track and every single hit is edited out except, you know, in between every hit of every Tom of every symbol, don't go crazy. You know what I mean? But, but at the same time, you know, uh, make sure you leave the breaths in. Sometimes I, that's one of the things I pick up up really quickly as a singer is you know i'll be hearing a, a something and i'll go <gasps> you know and then yeah. i'm like you know okay you, you literally chop the breath in half so it makes it sound even more dramatic than it needed to or you put compression on it and it's really really mm-hmm. loud so um but great gems man though that's the kind of stuff i mean those, those that's the kind of content that i think you know a lot of people i get so many questions from people that are asking and you know what they're asking about man it's almost never about tracking it's always about mixing people are doing yeah. a lot of mixing at home oh yeah they're doing a lot of mixing um, out of their, you know, their home studios and, and things. And I think there's just not a lot of guidance and, and, you know, even going through my, uh, educational program that I went through, um, a lot of it was kind of like, you know, see what you like was kind of the big right. coaching thing. And it's kind of like, okay, but you know, and I, and I believe that. And I know what they're saying. They're saying, you know, like turn the knobs until it sounds good. Okay. But you know, like you can also kind of give some people some, some jumping off points here. I mean, so you don't feel like you're out in the ocean with the, you know what I mean? Right. I'm wondering which, which life rifle am I supposed to grab onto first? How do I do this? Where do I paddle? Which direction? I mean, you, you definitely need some, some, some guidance with mixes and, and uh, all these little gems. I hope you're hearing them. I mean, something as simple as a high pass. Filter. Man, that day that I discovered the, and I, I knew what a high pass filter was, but you know, I, I just thought you, you know, you, do it at certain times you know where where you know something had low end that was ridiculous and you needed to get rid of it or whatever but i'm telling you i literally had i went into studio e and i did a rough mix brought the faders up panned everything out and i told myself all i'm going to do right now is high pass everything mm-hmm. and i high passed everything just up until the point where i felt like okay i'm cutting away now like you get it to the point right. where you feel like you're cutting away at the actual sound of what it is and then you just back it off slightly from right there and you will i'm telling you you will just be amazed yeah, at how difference. much better it sounds it's it's yeah. it's unreal and, and like i said i mean it's a it's a it is a massive part of my workflow well and imagine how many mixes we've gotten that have gotten my you know kind of critique of oh it's a little muddy it's a mm-hmm. little dark you know i mean like that's that's what he's directly speaking to i mean you know we i mean i get more muddy mixes than i get just about any other kind of mix you know especially when yep. somebody who's done it themselves and it's kind of like you know you have tools to help that do you know it's there <laughs> and he just told you exactly what it is and how to use it yeah so, and i told you exactly really, what plugin you can use too i mean and people you know plenty of people like to think oh like Oh, you can't use any stock plugins and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Like, no, that EQ1 right there, guess what? It's not going to use a ton of processing like a lot of other, you know, like a lot of other plugins are going to use. That EQ1 is a perfect plugin for that to just to do that simple job. If you make a basic plugin do a simple job, it will do it very well. 
that's another gem right there. I mean, that's a big gem right there. You talking about just stumbled into another knowledge hole right there, yeah, dude. Plenty like, of people have so big. Plenty of people have these, you know, plugins that they love and in in you know as part of packs and whatever. But there, I tell you what, uh, that EQ one for for filtering um, and subtractive EQ is is great um and and you know here's another one i mean the, the one that i love on trying to affect things or add a little bit of grit or or grime to certain certain things is is the uh the sans amp uh, the sans amp stock clutch. pro tool sans clutch. amp that is yep. clutch the amount of times that i have whipped that out and made a client go damn that is awesome you know, it's like, yeah, and guess That's what? A That's a stock yeah. plugin right there. Pro Tool stock plugin. That is literally the best plot stock plugin I think anybody has ever created. So there's amazing. another one for you. <laughs> you know, it, it, it brings up a good point. I saw something where they were talking about um, you know, a guy going around asking a whole bunch of different people, like, what's your favorite DSer and things? And it's funny because, you know, it, if it's something basic, you know, usually like a little uh, a stock plugin or, or, you know, two knob kind of thing is probably where you need to be. I mean, mm -hmm. if it's not a real complex thing. I saw some of these people open up some of these DSers that had like <laughs> look like a Rubik's cube and there's like you know <laughs> visual graphics it looks like a graphometer I mean it's just like knobs mm -hmm. and twin I'm like dude this is a DSer what the hell am I looking at and it's like you 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 some of these plugins are getting crazy and you're like all right first of all like you said how much processing power are you are you, exactly. you know, yanking onto that stupid thing for how many how much it's trying to do right then it's like we're just doing a DSer I mean, that's, that's something simple here. I mean, you don't need, you know, 85 different switches for a DSer, man. Come on, you know, so. Dude, my favorite, my favorite Tom compressor, you know, just to, to, to do standard compression is the yeah. stock Pro Tools compressor, decomp. I mean, I. There you go. I, I'm telling you, that's, that's, I Dude. use that and then I go from there, but I'm not doing it without that. I'll tell you that, you know. I don't even know if I. I don't even know if I told you this, but um, when I was in school, uh, me and my uh, my partner, we 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 did you a mix. Told me this, yeah. A mix competition. I told you this, yeah. We did a mix only competition. Stock plugins. And we 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 said no, we're only going to use Pro Tools stock plugins. Mm -hmm. And we came in second. That's crazy. And everyone else was was using you know all these cracked plugins, you know, and oh, the yeah. whole platinum bundle kind of thing. And they're got everything on there. And the guys are like, guys, there's so much compression on here, and there's so much reverb. <laughs> there was so much over that our you know decent little stock mix was was head and shoulders better than a lot of the other people in the entire region mm -hmm. and so it's like you can make wonderful stuff with the stock plugs they're you don't tools. need that's to all go it is. crazy if you already use the tools then then that's you know that's a whole nother gems man gems a, i'm gonna add gems upon right gems you know, to kind of the tool <laughs> open the toolbox yeah circle so back around no to that yeah i have no problem with that so I'll, I'll add some more of that type of stuff that'll be part three is kind of what's there in you the go. toolbox so i like it i'm, I'm yeah. a big fan of the series you know especially when you're on to something and like i said i get so many questions man about people who are wanting real good mix notes um and uh, i'm just like man i just don't do enough of it anymore you know i usually have to refer them over to you and be like here answer this dude's question <laughs> yeah um, so yeah, what do you got though stuff. for uh for the fans and, and artists today on uh, unsolicited yeah so enough, um, about, enough about me and my process man i i want to have a discussion i want to have a discussion right. with you an open dialogue here okay and um i always have to put a disclaimer and i hate that i always have to do it but you know i want to make it clear that i'm completely against any censorship okay in any form when it comes to artistic endeavors um it's it, i just feel like every artist has a right to expression and the public you know I feel like they have every right not to buy it or endorse material that doesn't align with their values. Right. I mean, mm -hmm. so I feel like we really need to let 
artists kind of, you know, be who they are. And, and I'm really not a fan of that. So maybe let's not speak of censorship, but let's talk about respect. And um, I've been seeing several kind of things in, uh, uh, in the vein of uh, performances and things that I just kind of go back to, is it, you know, the respect level? Um, and, and it begs the question. So, so my question that I keep coming back to is like, how far should something go to be scandalous for the sake of being intentionally offensive, you know, kind of to another group of people, um, you know, basically then can you demand respect and equality from others and then turn around and be as offensive as humanly possible mm. to that demographic that you're trying to seek respect from? Interesting. I know that's, I know that's hard to grab hold of there, but let me just say again. So, it, you know, if you're trying to demand respect, and then you turn right around and do something that is, you know, kind of offensive to the people that you're saying, hey, you need to respect me. Um, I'm seeing a lot of that. Let me give you just a quick little example. Now, there's a lot of examples of this. So this is not the only thing I'm, I'm, I'm isolating. But this is a big kind of story. I saw it on, on a whole bunch of the news outlets and things. So everybody's kind of the controversies that we're dealing with, with like, especially with like Lil Nas X and Sam Smith, right? And the kind of divisiveness of their performances at the Grammys mm -hmm. and those kinds of things. Um I, I, I merely bring up the question because, again, I feel like artists should be able to express themselves however they want, okay? But the, um, the problem, I guess, or the, the question I'm seeing is, I feel like who is telling them to go as salacious as possible, you know, to get as many plays as possible? Because there's this kind of a satanic element that's being pushed here in a lot of okay, levels. Yeah. Okay, now here's the thing. I don't believe for a minute that sam smith is worshiping the devil okay like some people are going off the off the deep end here with this okay and and little nas x with the blood and the shoes and the demonic kind of thing but it's all very intentionally made to poke the bear in yeah. it. you mm -hmm. know what i mean it's intentionally there to make people really really go this is this is really outrageous and of course i mean we've had this all the way back you know to ozzy osbourne and devil worshiping to like you know uh, uh madonna and britney kissing at the music awards you know i, mean, I listen i get it you gotta do salacious things and, and and have an image that really makes people oh, oh my god oh, you know mm -hmm. that that's when it sells okay but you go kind of look at Sam Smith, who I respect massively as a singer. I'm a huge Sam Smith um, uh, as a singer. I just, I, you know, gold star, a standard of a singer. Uh, and you look at kind of the course he had. Now, I'm not saying he can't have any evolution, all right? Like, I'm not saying, like, he's got to stay where he's at. But somebody's clearly driving that bus into a whole nother stratosphere of outrageousness. <laughs> and... If that's truly who he is, and that's truly he's finally coming out and expressing himself, then then I don't have a problem with it, you know. But at the same time, I kind of go, you know, I, I feel bad for somebody who's trying to be a voice of the, you know, LGBTQ community, um, you know, who who rightfully so is a massive out front character. But then you come right back with it and go as devilly as you can. Mm -hmm. And I get it. It's kind of a play. I mean, I, I'm sure that's tongue in cheek. It's probably meant, you know, look, all the Bible thumpers who think gay is bad. I'm going to be this whole devil performance kind of a thing. And, and they got exactly the reaction they wanted, by the way. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, the marketing was perfect on that. The same time, though, if you want to forward progress, <laughs> you know, and you want your music to kind of help the community and that sort of agenda, which I'm not a part of and I can't speak to that sort of thing. 
this just seems to be the wrong way to get it. You right. know what I mean? It seems to be very divisive. And um, I'm seeing a lot of themes. Uh, there was something even on the weekend, one of his boards, you know, popped up and there was mm -hmm. a satanic kind of symbol, yeah. assemblage. Uh, Rihanna doing the Illuminati symbol, mm -hmm. you know, that got cut out. There's a lot of these things that are just pandering to the sort of uh, tinfoil hat kind of crowd that is really, really con you know, finding conspiracies and anything. And it's kind of hard not to kind of see what they're talking about because it's kind of getting pushed here yeah. on a really extreme level. And again, my my problem is not that these people need to be censored because I'm, I'm fully against that. But, but I think maybe is there some way that we can still kind of have respect for other people's um, places? Because again, the sort of that community is kind of saying, you know, listen, you need to value us. You need to not, you know, turn away from us. You need to be all inclusive and we want you to respect us. We want you to respect the pronouns and okay. All right, fine. Then you turn around and intentionally don't do that to the other side. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. There's a there's a weird kind of dichotomy here that I'm seeing and I'm seeing it repeated over and over and over again. And I'm curious, where is it coming from? And if that's the marketing, like that's the only way now as an artist that you can get uh, plays is you have to be the kiss of your era. You know, I've got to make up and I've got to be over the top, you know, and that that's what gets me bigger, gets me higher, uh, elevated more plays. Well, what's next? Yeah. <laughs> How much more salacious can we go? Are we going to be mutilating goats on the stage next? I mean, like how far it can't keep getting more, more outrageous. Can it? I mean, do you, I don't know. Myself. I, yeah. Clear? I'm, I'm totally hearing what you're putting down. And I mean, I think, I think most people hear it too. And, 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 and have witnessed something similar to what you're kind of talking about. Um, I, I can think of the, uh, the, the Travis Scott music festival from, I think it was a year and a half ago, maybe where people thought, you know, there was like literally Travis Scott, you know, on stage, like hypnotizing the crowd to, to, you know, to worship the devil or the Illuminati and, mm, and all that stuff. I heard that one, man, you should, yeah, start that's why I, I, I caution you because I know you go down the rabbit hole and then you've got, will your, then you yeah. TikTok for a month and showing you like, <laughs> like all that type of stuff. All so, of it. Yeah. But, um, I don't know, man. I think it's, I think it's clickbait, you know, it's clickbaity. It's, um, I think right now that type of topic, you know, like, like you said, kind of the satanic slash, um, uh, you know the the Illuminati references. I think what it does is it creates conversation, it creates discussion. Um, and if you want to, you know, because I think people right now are fighting for. You know, we've all heard the term viral, um, and I think we think of most of the time viral being like this, like very kind of quick in and out thing you know like okay you went viral and then you disappear um in the internet world things happen come and go very quickly but i think inter interestingly enough right now with those type of two subjects it's keeping it's keeping um discussion and keeping attention for i would bet statistically slightly longer than almost anything else in that sure, that, that sure. time frame is still very small, you know. Like I, I, I've forgotten already kind of about this. I'm glad you're kind of bringing it back up to discuss, but I'd already kind of forgotten about some of those headlines that kind of come out after the Grammys. Um, 
but and they're still yeah. there. I mean, they're still well, yeah, coming totally. out. I mean, yeah, yeah. And again, if you if you want to if you want to dive down that rabbit hole, like you can go find it and 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 have stuff to read for days and days and days. But that's kind of just my point on it. Is I I don't I don't know. I I think less about um. I I think less about the artists doing it. More, you know, I think I think less about the artists that are doing it than I do what they're going after like kind of that's the kind of the point i'm making is i think they're going after an attention grab that lasts longer than you know i don't disagree at all i mean i think it's that's exactly what i'm saying i mean it's it but but you know i guess then you're it goes saying kind of is it worth doing those type of things well, for the attention grab I, i'll be honest i mean look sam smith did not need more clicks mm. you know what i mean sam smith well, was i a, don't know that's debatable was, was, was a, well he was a massive celebrity I well mean, yeah he, he is but i mean but everybody millions and millions of records and so it's like did he need to do this? Did he need to go in this in this direction? Well, again, that, but that's that's my point. Is like, okay, you have how many other artists were there that performed on the Grammys, and then and how and then how uh, for how long after the Grammys were they talked about, or were they the headline after the mm-hmm. after the Grammys? You know, like that again. This is and I get his tongue in cheek. I mean, like I can't take him seriously. He's wearing a top hat with devil horns, mm-hmm. so it's not like he's actually worshiping the devil. And that's what I was going to say too. Is that like I know that there are some acts, you know, like Ghost, you right. know, who they are want, but that's the thing is they want who are hundred percent satanic. I mean, they they're like they're not joking. That's yeah. like literally oh, yeah, part totally. of the doctrine. You know, where this is more of a like I'm not saying that you know like this is but a, it makes you beg the question. He's trying to convert anybody to actual satanism, but, but you know there are people out there. There are people out there who they're not thinking about it logically like you just you know like you just laid out like they're just jumping to that like oh sam sam smith is trying to get people to convert to the devil and and follow you know and 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 worship satan and blah blah they just jump to that you know you know and 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 i guess the perspective one i guess the perspective i have is you know as a christian myself i know that that isn't that right. isn't specifically antagonistic meant to rile up the you know sort of more extreme element right. within the christian community and you know that's what i think i go back to and i go you know and, and listen again if that was your goal and you want to do it and you're and you you know that's your vision and you want to who am i to say don't do it i'm just here to say that you know a lot of what i see that concerns me are things where you know it even goes back to social media and it goes to things where you are the product you know you are you know the company is is basically trying to keep everyone watching their phones as long as they can because right. it's free it's free it's the reason it's free is you're the product you're actually the one making the money so you know, the whole goal of the business is to keep everyone locked to their phone. But you know what? I guess I saw something on uh, uh, Netflix that's forgetting me now what the name of the documentary was. But no one was asking, should we be doing this? Is it good for humanity? Is it good for us as a species to evolve? You know, and I go back to a lot of the differences that we have. And the right has to be so much farther than the left. Mm-hmm. The left has to be so much farther than the right. This kind of thing isn't helping. No. And if it's And if it's only to get you some more clickbait and to get you even more elevated into the stratosphere. Is there not a bigger goal here? Is there not more of a humanitarian approach to say, you know, like I think the answer is no. I mean, I think we're in a space right now as a world where people are really testing the waters, you know, and and nothing is in, and to answer, you know, kind of the overall answer to the question is, I don't think anything is off limits. And and to answer the other question of like, what's scary. next? I mean, yeah, no, it's totally scary. I mean, it's scary when Putin's basically, you know, flaunting his, his, you oh, know, yeah. oh yeah, I'm going to drop nukes. a you know, nukes and, yeah. and China saying, oh yeah, we're going to help. And, and 
everybody you know daily is asking like how far away are we from legitimately world war three or somebody launching a nuke or thinking something new china doing their floating balloons over the you know the country they're just taunting us just to see what we're going to do the world is in this place right now of like yeah let's just see what they'll do let's just test this like what's the worst that can happen to us the worst that can happen to us is the way and and people i think people know that we're in a place right now where there will be reaction but 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 a a repercussion big enough to affect anything will not come I think that's where we're at. And it's in, like you said, yes, it's scary, but where do we go from there? I don't know. And that is also scary. So that's, that's kind of, that's where I'm at. You you know, you're, you're sending off your mix to a master, uh, a mastering engineer and it's already, there's no headroom at all. You know what I mean? It's like, Mm -hmm. we're not leaving room to go anywhere. You know what I mean? And I was even thinking uh, uh, about how, I mean, think of, think of where, where not that long ago, Peggy Sue, Peggy Sue, you know, we we had songs about that. And Mm -hmm. in that short amount of time, We've got, you know, people in bondage, you know, with with the blood and goat sacrifices and devil worship. Right. I mean, we've gone from that far in that short amount of time. You know what I mean? And it's it's amazing to look at if you can actually back away from the offensiveness of it and, and not get too locked into that. And, and, and I also want to say, too, you know, anybody who's kind of, you know, looking back and going, oh, no, these guys have those those guys are selling albums. That's what they're doing. All right. You know, they're they're literally, you know, being as over the top as they can possibly be because that's what that's what their label that's what their support team that's what their you know branding everything is telling them to do i just wonder if it's great for their agenda as well as other people's agenda i don't know that anybody's really gaining a lot with with the sort of divisiveness divisiveness it's sowing um you know well, and, like and, i said i mean it's just occupying it's something to keep an eye on you know yeah, I mean, it's occupy in the entertainment world. Just, I, 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 I really think it's just about occupying a space, you know, and and it's a competition to occupy that space for, in a more present way and for longer than the last person. That's to me, that's that's what it is. I mean, and and sadly, like the point that you're making, sadly, doing it that way gets a lot of attention, you know, and and whether well, it's, it's always what I say about like. How many times do we say, you know, in in other situations where it's kind of like, you know, I know we can. My question is, should you know what I mean? How many oh, yeah, times totally. in the, yeah, no, in the I think, studio am I always bringing yeah. that up? Where it's like, yes, we can, but should we be doing this? And I feel like there's nobody kind of with their finger on the pulse of, do we need to be doing? This? Should we? Should we be doing this? Is this something we should be doing? Is it going to forward anything? And and, and listen, I'm That's not trying to play the holy the roller, holier than thou kind of a thing. I'm not trying to go down that route. I'm just saying, you know we're seeing all of these kinds of things being dropped into multiple different genres, artists, you know, it's not just exclusive to one thing and it, it kind of paints the picture of the way that we're heading. And, um, you know, especially for people who really can't sit back and objectively look at it, they're seeing the world is ending, you know totally, what I mean? And, right. and that, and that it's going to explode in any minute and there's going to be riots on the street. And it's not helping <laughs> to no. have certain salacious kind of, for no reason. Well, I, mean, you can go back to, I mean, but go back, I mean, go back to how you started this even before I, I wasn't quite sure where you were going to go with it. You know, like when you took it with the, the Sam, Sam Smith stuff and, and those type of musical performances, but it's, we're just in that place in the world, you know, where, whether it's politics, like, you know, it's, it's a double-edged sword or it's, um, it's, it's po- quote unquote polarizing, you know, like you have to be far to one side or else you're not making enough noise, you right. know? And, and I, you know, that's a bad idea. It, you well, know what I mean? mean? You talk about, you know, a couple of the us made this podcast, you know, let's talk about a couple other podcasts. I mean, 
the Joe Rogan podcast, that's exactly that. Joe Rogan one day will have one person on who's on this side of the thing and then literally yeah, a month great. later have somebody on on the other side of it. And he's 100%. just literally there asking questions but kind of provoking the extreme side of whatever they, that person's background is. You know, and you talk about the Full Send podcast. You know, those guys have Donald Trump on there and then they turn around and, and, and have somebody else on the opposite side there and you know and they're asking yeah. them the same questions and oh what if he did this and then what would you do if he did this and it's it's just that's all it is it's just kind of talking about that's the but people tune into that that's the that's the point that i'm kind of making people tune well, into that people want it people latch on to the like oh my god this is crazy this is extreme it's it's reality tv in real life you know i just don't like seeing people being manipulated no you know i, what I mean? it too. And, and, yeah. and i think i think there's a lot of people that don't know that they're being manipulated and they're and they're getting all worked up over something that's a stunt and they're and they're just not even realizing it you know what i mean and it's yeah. and it's targeting and it's intentional it's and yeah. it's, no, and it's totally disruptive right. you know so I, I would just say i would love to hear what everybody you know might think of this you might be fully you know all all in on you know this kind of expression and 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 be like you know what it is what it is and dumb people you know can believe what they want or you know whatever you want to believe weigh in on it you know let me know yeah, I, no, I, mean, I would it, like to know if anyone else is seeing what i'm seeing sometimes well, and we've you know, we've firm that i'm not crazy when i'm seeing some of this stuff you and know? we've got listeners you know and we've got listeners who are artists and songwriters and upcoming my you know i'll just add this one other question you know if somebody if i don't know what it is i mean i don't know what sounds ridiculous if somebody said literally you know you know run around you know downtown nashville naked and we'll video it whatever and i'll guarantee and i'll pay you a million dollars you know and you'll have two record deals blah 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 would you sign me up yeah so it's one of those things you know it's 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 if yeah. your point is these guys are doing it you know and I, and I think both of our points kind of smash together like if you're doing it for that clickbait but it's a very extreme and probably way that you and i wouldn't promote doing would you do it for success well for a, a, success a better or, example or, or would be like a better example would be like you and I create a song and then we know it's going to go to an artist who's going to do a, you know, a big theatrical performance, you know, and, and devil worship and, you know, nudity and that kind of a thing. Would we have a problem with that? Would we, would we have a problem with our song going in that direction? Mm -hmm. You know, that's, that, that, that's an even bigger question for me, you know, is it's like, you right. know, you know, who, who created this, you know, what was it, its, its intention? Is that being changed or, or, or modified? You know, it, there's a hundred ways you can go with it. But I, I listen. I, I wanted to ask the question because big um, topic. Yeah, and I mean, you can talk about it for days. You know, and and I wanted to make again it clear that I mean I'm really not for censorship. So I'm not at all in any way saying that somebody should not be allowed to do exactly what they want to do and in, in, in their in their vision. But you know, what we have the right to do is then critique what they're doing. Mm -hmm. And is it for good or is it for bad? And I just know that, you know, again, you know, somebody who was, you know, aspiring to be an artist for many, many years myself, you know, it would be something where there is a line. There are some things that are sacred to me personally, totally. maybe not to other people. Um, you know, there are many things, you know, you want me to come up and crap on a Christmas tree or something. It's like, man, you know, do we really need that? I mean, is that, right. is that really, do, can we leave nothing sacred? No, no. I've got to hump Santa on, uh, mm -hmm. you know, on national TV. I got to dress like a nun and masturbate with a crucifix, you know, like Madonna. I mean, you know, it's like, do we really, do we really need to, where's the space that that has to live in our society to make it better? And the answer is it doesn't. It got a lot of people money though. So, yeah. um, you know, and Hey, 
go get that paper, you know? Well, <laughs> I, mean? I mean, again, that's, that's, that's the point that I made. I mean, it's yeah. like, I think, yeah. I think certain people have certain things they do or certain organizations or certain, you know, whatever it may be like PR groups, you know, or whatever. Yeah. Cause all, for all we know, like Sam, Sam Smith or, or, or Travis Scott or any of these, you know, acts that have done this, I would not be surprised if, if some sort of, um, you know, in, in independent, um group is hired on for these type of things it's like okay we're gonna do this let's go get those people who can do this well you know like yeah. I, I would not yeah. be surprised at all you know so, well, we're, so, so e- we're so easily manipulated that's the problem you know what i mean like i feel like as a as a global populace you know um uh, large bodies of people we our, our iq gets exceptionally larger than individual or, or lower than you know an individual you know when mm-hmm. you get in big groups and i just feel like man we're so easily manipulated we're so easily whipped into a frenzy it doesn't take much you know oh, totally um and and it's you know i just think we always got to keep our pulse on is it for good or for bad i mean we need to watch out for each other i mean i'm much more in my older age more of a ringo peace and love you know peace and love right right let's all just (laughs) love and have peace and 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 middle ground like you said like with joe with joe rogan i mean i i love that we can talk about stuff like this and and you know it doesn't have to be one way or the other but i would love for our community if you know anybody listening wants to to join in let's have a discussion you know i want to know in our discord show thoughts tab in our discord blow that up with this if you have an opinion, you know, or, or, or send us an email, you know, or Tell me I'm wrong. Like, Tell yeah. me I'm right. Who cares? Yeah. You know? We'd love like, to hear some opinions for sure. So, All right, man. Well, uh, good discussion. What do you have uh, in your suggestion box for us? I have got one that will be on your favorites list for sure. Oh, that's, that's a bold prediction. Yeah, right no, there, this is, this is, uh, I, I, man, I tell you what, and I said this probably very on in this, in this podcast. And I said this very early on in me getting TikTok that TikTok was not going to be this place that I go to like discover new music but I'm finding some new music on TikTok. <laughs> um, okay. This chick, Haley Knox, just started showing up on my For You page. And she's got this new single out. It's called Available For Me. And it's like this acoustic guitar-driven um, hooky thing. And I mean, it's just, it's super cool. And I okay. saw, the video that I saw that actually got me on it is, um, the full version is actually on YouTube. It's called, it's like the Available For Me acoustic version um i want people to go see that um so go to youtube to Haley knox go to youtube and find the available for me acoustic version she's like sitting on a couch um and she's like it's like a white room white couch and um she's heard her acoustic guitar and her vocal and it's just dope she's such a she's got a really really cool voice but I will say that I mean I've got I I went and got the single version of the song and it's still it's 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 really really good. Um, I just personally enjoy the, the that acoustic version more, so I'm hoping she actually puts that one out as well, like as 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 a, a separate release. Um, but I I I've added the available for me regular version Haley Knox to my favorites, and I'm listening to it kind of every day. Oh wow! Um, okay. Yeah, okay. It, it's it's I was literally walking around the house earlier today singing it in my head you know just the the hook and it's it's one of those cool cool songs so um uh, yeah go check that one out available right. Haley knox it's it's really really cool now i don't like i said I, I Haley knox didn't know her before um this may be the start of her career she may have some stuff i haven't done a full amount of research yet but uh really really cool voice and seems to be a, a you know a creative artist so yeah check that one out what do you got for us 
Yeah, man. I'm, I'm, you know, it's funny. It's I'm, I feel the exact same way I've got something good for you. I'm excited. Right. Uh, and I think this is something that's going to go on your playlist uh, as well. Uh, it's an artist uh, called Victoria Monet. Um, I know and, of her. Okay. And uh, the specific stuff I want you to hear is track four and five off her Jaguar album. And it came okay. out in 2022. Um, now, the funny thing about this is I was listening and I came across this and it's track number four, I think, on the album. And it's called We Might Be Falling in Love Interlude. It is a, a vibe. I mean, it is it is good stuff. We're talking R&B. Oh, yeah. Just no, she's great. dope. Great stuff. But guess what? It's only 51 seconds long. And I was like, wait a minute, Uh, what? Like it ended. And I was like, you got to be kidding me. Like, am I on like some like preview thing here on Spotify? I went back. No, no. The whole freaking thing. Track your name me a CD where track number four is 51 seconds long. Yeah, I see it. And it says it's an interlude. Mm -hmm. But there's nothing by that title later. So I don't know what it's interluding to. But um, so then I will go even further as to say, Listen to that one and then let it roll into the next track, which is called Jaguar. Jaguar, yeah. And then Jaguar's got this, you know, like, um, man, I, I just, I'm all about it. That's all I got to say. Okay, I mean, cool. like, it, yeah, it's so. really good stuff. And it's, um, it's, it starts off, you know, kind of, um, with sort of a, a phonic kind of keyboard where all of the different harmonies of her voice. And then, though, if you wait until it kind of hits the jump off point, then it's like a cross between like RB, Lionel Richie, uh dancing in the street and like gloria estefan i mean it is it is wild and and um uh then i i had to because i couldn't decide i have an honorable mention you also need to check out ass like that <laughs> off that album now some of these are exclude are, are uh, explicit i will go ahead and warn you but man i'm i'm, I'm i mean i was sucked in i really really That's, liked it i so. love hearing that i mean good for you um yeah. she so she's like uh best friends with ariana grande um and and she's been co-writing on all of ariana grande stuff from from pretty much day one um i've seen i saw her live uh at bridgestone arena she opened up for ariana grande um so uh yeah i mean i'm I'm surprised that you're coming you're you're coming at at me with her this is the funny thing man you know me i'm all over the place but but if i hear good i hear good i mean it really doesn't matter for me about the genre i mean like if it's dope i'm gonna be like dude i'm on it and i'm about it and this thing man good stuff i mean just good stuff all the way around you know great great recording great songwriting just vibes you know vibes after vibes and um i really jaguar is awesome so he's asked like that so yeah, i'll I'll I mean, it out i'll yeah. definitely definitely check it out i mean i've, I've probably that there i know yeah, you probably know some of some of her yeah, stuff you know? yeah i mean i'm very familiar with with some of her stuff She's but got, that, that's a newer record though so i don't know if i've heard everything yeah. off of that one yet she, there's one definitely you've heard on the radio. I forget the name of it, but I think she's um, with Khalid. Um, mm-hmm. It's it's a collaboration. Everything I think I don't know. I, don't quote me on that. But I mean, like you know, I would definitely was like, okay, I've heard this on the radio. So like you know, it's not so much like a hidden gem. It's just one that I doesn't come into my experience. Usual yeah, tra- and, and, transom, yeah, experience you know? with Khalid and S G Lewis. S G Lewis and, and Khalid are also okay. You know, other yeah. S G Lewis is another kind of underrated R and B artist. Oh there. man, but I mean, it she's is so good. She's it's so good. She's written for a lot of these people who, and I mean, we're we're digressing, but I mean, she's written for a lot of these people who, you know, I I follow. She's and she's been, 
you oh, know, dude, you're going to love it. Yeah. I mean, Kehlani. Uh, oh yeah. Uh, oh, you yeah. know, so yeah, I, I'm super, super glad that you've discovered her uh, <laughs> on your own for sure. Yeah, man. If I hear it and I like it, I like it. That's Heck all there yeah. is to it. There's Heck no yeah. like, is it in this category? Man, if it's good, it's good. So nice. Man, good stuff. Good, lively discussion. Uh, we would like to thank again everybody for listening. Uh, don't forget to um, kind of, you know, as Alex likes to say, you know, tell a friend to tell a friend. Let's get the mm -hmm. word out about the podcast. Let us know uh, how we can improve. Let us know if you completely disagree with us. Let us know if you love it and, and you do agree with us. You know, we want to hear from you guys. Um, we've created a whole space. Alex designed it from top to bottom, a Discord page. Uh, I myself was, you know, very reluctant to go into Discord because I just didn't understand it, but it's really not that intimidating. And, and the site walks you right through on how to do it. And boy, you can have direct access to me and Alex. You've got your own artist page. You know, once you've been selected, they can talk to each other. It's just, there's such a resource here and we're trying to build a community. So, you know, get the word out, you know, let, let some people know, Hey, I've listened to this and I thought it was pretty dope. And, and you know, if you're into music and you, you like, it, we talk all things music, but as, as we kind of did today, sometimes we don't even, you know, it, it, it it's in that vein, but we, we, we'll branch out every now and then. Mm -hmm. So, um, you know, we just want to thank you guys again for, for coming along. And, uh, you know, if you need, you know, a link to that discord page, um, check out our social media garbage. A lot of it has a link to that discord page, but you know, you can always email yeah. us at music, um, the music podcast.com. I mean, a uh, gmail.com. So music on deck podcast at gmail.com. Oh, what did I say? The music? I said the, didn't I? Something like that. Yeah. Well, <laughs> make sure good. you get it right. You tell them then. <laughs> music podcast.com. Too, too much talking. Time for <laughs> us to go. If you've let, if be a long episode. It, if you've made it this far, we appreciate <laughs> you and you are a loyal listener. And we're we off hope the rails. We find more. Yeah. <clears> we hope <throat> find more of y'all for sure. So uh, thanks again, everybody. Appreciate uh, it. Guys. Catch us on the next one. Bye. Peace.